Hey, this is Antonio Valenti from Reality Suite, and you're checking out the Bottom Line Podcast. Oh, what's going on? Welcome to the Bottom Line Podcast, your sports and entertainment destination. Jimmy Finizzi with you. I hope you're well. You already know what to do. Hit us up on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at BottomLineWMCX. Use hashtag BottomLine and follow us as well. Helps us a lot. Also, if you are new to this podcast, first of all, thank you for checking us out. And second of all, do us a huge favor and subscribe on YouTube and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode and subscribe on all audio platforms and include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. All right. So if you don't recall, a couple months back, Austin and I were interviewed by a man named Darren Bruce of a show called The DJ Sessions. If you don't know what that is, it's basically a Twitch-based podcast where they interview all kinds of electronic DJs. They feature electronic music. Basically, it's a music-based entertainment podcast. They stream on Twitch every single week. So if you haven't heard of them, go check them out, thedjsessions.com. You can also follow them on social media at the DJ Sessions. So I am getting the chance to sit down with Darren today on our show. Austin was not able to make this, so I guess you can say one-on-one is back, kind of, sort of-ish. <laughs> but anyway, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into our exclusive conversation with Mr. Darren Bruce of the DJ Sessions. Enjoy it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't recall, a couple months back, Austin and I had the chance to sit down and do an exclusive interview with the man on my left over here. If you're not watching on YouTube, you probably can't see it, but you get my point. But we had an opportunity to sit down with Mr. Darren Bruce, the executive producer of the DJ Sessions, an exclusive Twitch-based music DJ entertainment podcast. Whatever the heck you want to call it, it's music-based. We don't care. It's a podcast. It's a show. We interview interesting people. He's interesting. He wanted us, and we wanted him. Now it's our turn to return the favor. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome the one and only Darren Bruce of the DJ Sessions. Darren, what's going on, man? How are we doing? Hey, Jimmy. Good to be here today. Hey, it's good to have you on, man. Thank, thank you so much for taking the time to interview us. First of all, we had a blast on your show. And if you haven't seen that yet, I'll post a link down below in the description section, both on YouTube and on all audio platforms. So you can check out his interview with us, which was a lot of fun. We talked about our show. Which, uh, by the way, Darren, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, we recently just hit a thousand subscribers, which is completely mind-boggling to me. In, like a week span, I mean, it's absolutely nuts. So things have been uh, th- things have been a little crazy, but uh, well, I'm glad we're finally able to get this interview done and out of the way. So let's not waste any more time, man. Let's just get into this. So I guess the simple question to go to is. Um, an origin story question, which again, if you don't know, I love origin stories. I don't care. I know, I have to know how people got started. So with that being said, how did you first get started in this business? Uh, sheesh. Uh, in the business or doing the DJ sessions itself? Oh, actually, <laughs> let, 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 me, let me, let me rephrase that question. How did you get started with doing the DJ sessions? There you go. There you go. Um, it was actually an idea that was kind of pitched to me in early 2009. I was at Winter Music Conference with a friend of mine, and I was doing uh, my broadcast television series that was going to NBC at the time uh, called ITV. And we were out at Winter Music Conference in Florida. 
I don't know why somebody's calling me from Egypt, but okay. I'll, 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 I'll edit it. It's okay, but put, continue. Go ahead. And so, um, so anyways, uh, we're at the winter music conference and I'm, I'm filming, I'm doing interviews with a number of celebrities, big name DJs. And the guy, one of the guys we were staying with, they were staying with this big penthouse condo comes to me and says, Hey, Darren, I'm thinking about doing a live streaming DJ show. And I'm like, okay, uh, well, where are you going to do this? Because of the cost to stream was horrendous. I mean, I was, right. I was running internet radio stations out of my server at my house and, you know, I had like seven of them going and, um, and I wanted to look into streaming video live and it was going to be like $3,000 a month just for the server. Um, you know, then I got to buy the server and you know, host the rack mount, redundant servers, blah, blah, all this stuff. I'm like, who's going to pay for this? He's like, well, there's this company called Ustream that will do it. For, you can do it for free through that. I'm like, no, no one's doing it for free. There has to be a catch. And then I thought, well, and I'm a heavy Mac guy. Um, so I'm like, oh, they probably built it and it probably only works on PC or some proprietary software. And so I'm not going to ever be able to do it. And so we got back home and I kind of started playing around with Ustream and Livestream just to find out what would they work on a Mac? Would they, how stable were they? What was the catch? What was the cost? And started kind of bouncing the idea around about Hey, what would I like to do if I wanted to do a live streaming show? Because I had eight separate television shows going airing at that time. Right. right. Uh, and so what would I want to do? So it came around to about July of 2009. And I did my first ever full-fledged show live stream, ITV Live, is the name of the shows with ITV. And we had short films. We did it at a place called the Central C Central Cinema. So it's a little theater where you can get beer and food and stuff here in Seattle. Right. And we had a DJ up on stage. We had live audience participation. We had a host. We showed short films. We had some music, fashion, comedy. All this kind of wrapped up the whole smorgasbord of our, our broadcast television series, but put into a live theater setting. And after I did that series, I came back and said, what was the easiest part to do? The easiest part of that show was when we had the DJ playing for 30 minutes. For each of the breaks. <laughs> right, I said, right. That's, that was the easiest content I think I've ever produced in my entire life. So I got this idea. I said, you know what? I'm going to do a live streaming DJ show. And I knew a lot of people in the nightlife community in Seattle. been around here for a while. And, and started pitching it to a friend of mine, Alex Eagleton. And we're, we're talking about it. We were wondering where we're going to film this. Because I, I wasn't going to film it in my living room of my house. Or, you know, it didn't have a studio at the time. So I'm like, where are we going to Are we going to work with nightclubs and do this? Have subtle a subtle shot at me right now, but okay, I see how it is. No, no. <laughs> I'm, 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 well, just, I'm just playing around. I'm just no, playing there's around. a funny story, but I'll, I'll get into that in a little <laughs> bit. But, um, but no, I mean, we, we were, I was just bouncing the idea around. And then, of course, if we wanted to shoot it at a nightclub, how are we going to get internet in the nightclub? Because most right. businesses carry enough internet to do credit card transactions, which isn't enough bandwidth at all for live streaming anyways. So, you know, that was an issue. So one day my friend Alex Eagleton just calls me up. It was a Tuesday night. He just calls me up out of the blue. He goes, Darren, I'm coming over and we're doing the DJ sessions. I said, okay. And at this time I was like going on Facebook and I was doing some crazy like uh, karaoke kind of stupid stuff in front of the camera and acting like a fool, you know, to get viewers to watch. And so yeah. he comes over, sits down at my house, but he brings a couple bottles of wine. And I put a camera in front of me looking looking at me this way, and he's over my shoulder. 
or over over this shoulder. And then I had another camera looking down at him and he's on his laptop. So I was asking him, I'm like, how are you going to DJ? He goes, I'll DJ on my laptop. I go, you can do that? He goes, yeah, I can do that. I'm like, okay, cool. Come over. we got the headsets on. We're Facebooking. We're talking. The show. Da, 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 da. All of a sudden, about an hour into the show, I stand up to go to the bathroom and I take my headsets off and it's completely dead silent in my apartment. Oh, and I'm going, gosh. I just felt like I was in a nightclub for the last hour interacting with people. I mean, it was very surreal. And I put the headsets back on, took them off. I was like, this is okay. So the next week I went, okay, now I'm going to step this up. We're really going to do this show. So I went and made a, a studio in my bedroom and uh, fired up. I had multiple cameras, got some DJ gear from some friends and started doing the DJ sessions at my apartment mm-hmm. and uh, called it the new studio. Uh, and then it was about a couple about a month and a half into that. I was only featuring local DJs at the time. Um, and that was what the show was supposed to be was about getting local DJs access to an online live streaming platform. I was the video guy, never learned how to DJ. Don't want to know how to DJ. It's right. a joke that I play, even though I'm listed as a DJ on our website, but I'm not a DJ. Um, <laughs> But I was the video guy and they were the DJs. So uh, about, I think it was October or November of that year, Dave Dresden was coming to town. And I had interviewed Dave Dresden. Dave Dresden is a very, very world-renowned DJ. Very big, big name in the DJ world. Gabriel and Dresden. Right. And he comes to town. And I, I hit up his PR person because I had spoken with her earlier in the year. And um, that's how I got the interview with him at Winter Music Conference. And said, hey, would Dave be willing to come by and be on the show? And would he maybe play a set too? Hmm. This is a guy who usually gets probably nice five figures for his shows. <laughs> so Sheesh. I just went out on a limb. I just went out on a limb and was like, you know, um, can he play a set? So Dave Dresden comes over and does not only the interview, but plays a set in my bedroom. Like, wow. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just going, okay, this is really happening. This is really – we were doing our show. There's another show out there that I won't name because I don't like giving free plugs. But there was another show out there. It started two years after we did with celebrity DJs streaming them live. And we were doing it before all that, um, which is just really cool. And I said, I'm on to something here. And then I kind of just went all in. I went and got a new studio spot. Uh, a year later, I ended up buying our mobile studio, the glass box truck. If you ever look at our website, the mobile sessions, and uh, had that. And then it just kind of, just kept going up from there, but it wasn't till about 2018 till I really took things seriously. Mm-hmm. I was always kind of back and forth and hum and hone and, you know, uh, you know, but in 2018 I said, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm taking this. We're trademarking the name. I'm getting the business license, you know, we're going full bore. And, you know, we, we started doing our own events. We were doing rooftop parties, events. We started doing silent disco, silent concert events, and 19 was kind of a little, little bit more like a little bit crazy and right. came right in the end of 19. And I said, we had a little bit of success because we actually moved from, we were with Ustream for years and Ustream was hosting us and they came, they got bought out by IBM. Oh, And wow. so all of a sudden the $10 a month grandfathered storage plan that we were on, which was for back in because we were featured, featured stream by them. They right. gave us this really killer deal. And I'm like 10 bucks a month. Can't beat that. We got like five terabytes worth of storage and all this fun stuff. And um, IBM comes in and says, uh, you got to remove all like 600 of your videos off of our server because you're not going to have access unless you're going to pay us. You're not going to have access to them. And I'm like, what do you mean pay? I'm on this. I go, no, nope, we're doing away with that plan. 
and the current plan you're on, we calculated it'll be about 1600 to 1700 bucks a month for you Ooh. to keep your files, keep access to all your files and everything. And I'm like, I don't have that kind of money. So I had to quickly figure out a way to download all those videos from the server. And so I'm like, okay, now I just lost my whole live streaming platform. This is mm. early 2018. And uh, I reached out to some people over at Twitch. I said, hey, Twitch, this is our story. This is our show. This is what we got. They immediately onboarded us as a featured partner. There and we you were go. One of the first, yeah, we were one of the first featured partnered live streaming DJ shows on Twitch. And they, they put us to the front page of Twitch. And wow. that was, yeah, we were there for two hours one day. Um, luckily, the internet held where we were streaming from. <laughs> and I had like 2,700 people in the chat room just going. I mean, it was going I had never seen anything like this before. And it was wow. at that moment. And that's when I really decided to, okay, Twitch is taking us on board. Twitch is pushing us. We got to revamp. We got to get a new website. We got to get our socials in order. We got to get everything in order. Let me trademark the name because I want to go out and knocking on sponsors' doors. This is a huge win for us. And um, that was really awesome. And uh, so it took about the next year and a half, almost two years, of kind of not doing much online. There was no sense of urgency. And we, in some ways, still are writing the playbook on, on mm -hmm. the live streaming kind of thing. I mean, now, Obviously, what happened in 2020, everyone jumping online, you know, it seems like everyone has a podcast or a, or a live stream nowadays. But um, I was kind of resting on my laurels. I was kind of just like, hey, let's kick back. Let me focus on our physical in real life events. Yeah. Streaming not so much because when you go out on site, finding stable Internet is pretty damn hard. I ended up buying a, a specific piece of gear that will let me pretty much stream from anywhere in the world. That being said, I came into late 19 saying, OK, you know what? 2020 is going to be our year. We're going we're gonna to blow this out of the water. It's going to go big. Here we are. I'm getting ready to go back to the front page of Twitch. The website's up and running, or at least version two is up and running, which I can talk about the website in a few moments. Right. Um, you know, just getting all the ducks in a row and everything in order. And, um, you know, obviously March of 2020, uh, pretty much everything shut down. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we know how that story goes. And, Everybody in the world jumped online. I mean, yep. to knock on the door and ask somebody to be part of a DJ show at that point, if you were a DJ, when every DJ is like, nope, I got my own thing I'm doing. <laughs> and plus my phone is just going off the hook. Like, I mean, everyone's asking me about copyright laws. How do you do this? What kind of cameras do I get? How do I do this? What I set up? Did it, how do you get away with it? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, the animosity and the bullshit that I saw was like, I'm just going to step away from the whole live streaming thing for a minute. Like everyone else, I call it the look at me years. Yeah. And, and, and that's all you saw on the socials, every other message coming out. And this is before I cleaned up my Facebook. I had 4,996 friends on Facebook. You only allowed 5,000. Oh goodness. <laughs> and, and it was every other message was just look at me, 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 look at me. And it's like, okay, you all understand nobody's going to be looking at you. They can't, you can't have people watching multiple shows at the same time, right. let alone every celebrity in the world is jumping online. And every person who I would say this in the most polite way, a no name don't have an online following is jumping online at the same time. And, you know, That's choose your time. You were going to stream, choose your time when you were going to play and, and, and all that fun stuff. And I was like, I want to be part of that mix. Uh, 
one of the things we were focusing on at that time, we were able to do what we called safe silent discos uh, because all venues and places were closed down. All the nightclubs and venues were closed down, but you could come by our event and get a pair of headsets from us and we'd slide it across the table, six feet across the table to you. It was in a sealed bag with a Purell wipe and already sanitized. <laughs> you could take that head headset and go out, you know, a thousand feet away from our DJ booth and still right. have a collective dance music experience. But um, but be safe about it. We could do this at the parks. That was a fun, fun one for 2020. And, uh, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, we were, we were kind of doing that. Got a little heat for that, but oh, well, we knew what we were doing was completely legit and, and okay. And then it was about late. Oh, it was early 2021. One of my DJs comes to me and says, Darren, what's up with the website? And this is remember we're on version two of the website. And I said, Oh, okay. 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 So yeah, you know, it is kind of a little dated. It is. And he goes, yeah. And so then I spent the first quarter or about three and a half months building version three of the website, which is what we have today uh, right. and getting ready to get branding and go back. Cause in 2020, we actually were talking to a major alcohol sponsor that was looking to have us, I'm jumping a little bit back and forth here, but we had a major alcohol sponsor just to set how things were really moving for 2020. Right. Uh, they wanted to do a 12 to 15 city tour with our mobile studio, hiring celebrity DJs, local DJs, street team, and had to call with both West Coast and East Coast marketing directors. By, 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 the, way, by the way, I don't mean to cut you off, Darren. I no. apologize. But if you guys didn't just see what you just saw on YouTube – my dog just opened my own bedroom door and decided to just lay down underneath my desk. I so didn't for those see that. that are watching on YouTube, you got yourself a real treat there. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'm 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 sorry to interrupt you, Darren. No, that's all ahead. good. I didn't I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Um, <laughs> but um, but she, basically, she, she, what happened is a lot of my house, so it's okay. Yeah, anyway. we had a we had a big contract. Like it was it was we're looking at upwards of quarter million or more for like three months worth of work. And that was going to really kick things off and give us an operating budget and all that fun stuff. So uh, set the way for o'clock to 2021. We started going back and doing live streaming again, started doing events, uh, doing stuff out, had the new website focused. We just launched Roku, Amazon Fire, and um, Google Play. We're launching an Apple TV app. Our, our website now shows our live interview calendar, our events calendar, and our partnerships. The people we're working with, we're, we're really running and now turning everything into making it more of an international brand, uh, getting it recognized more around the world. Uh, and we have some really big names that have been on the show. We've had some big names that are coming up on the show. You can go to our website and find out everything we're up to. And that version, that, that website's only at version 3.2. We still have probably four more reiterations under version three that we'll, we'll release uh, coming okay. up. But, but now we're ready to move forward. Yeah, and I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, things are uh, things are looking up for you guys because at the time of this recording, you guys have 2,343 episodes and counting, according to your website, which if you want to go check it out for yourself, uh, thedjsessions.com. You can go check that out for yourself. And you have featured some big-name artists, like you've said, over the past 12 years of doing this. You have featured artists such as MJ Cole, Lady Walks, and my personal favorite, the great Lindsey Sterling. I mean, how <laughs> how the hell do you do this? Like, just tell – how the hell do you do this, A? And B, 
Tell me what it's like to feature such big name artists like these throughout the entire world, not just in this country, but the entire world. Yeah, it, it you know, it was getting over that first hump. I had I had interviewed my first interview I ever actually did with a DJ. Uh, well, I wouldn't say I actually was when we did ITV Nightlife. That was one mm-hmm. of our branches of our broadcast show. We'd go out to the nightclubs and we'd interview the celebrity DJs that were coming in. I think our first pilot episode was Cosmic Gate, was okay. Bossy from Cosmic Gate. And, you know, I look at it as like, I'm at that time, YouTube was brand newish. You know, there was yeah. pod, video podcast. This is 2005. Right. You know, so we were on a broadcast show. So we, it's kind of like saying the show must go on. I can't yeah. get starstruck. I can't get fan struck when it's my job to go out there. And I learned this a long time ago with my first show that I put the Fox back in 2001, 2002 called Phantasmagoria that I have to put content on that viewers are going to want to see. And if I'm putting a, putting somebody on the show that's like, okay, they might have a nice little local following, but what does that mean regionally? What does that mean nationally? What does that mean internationally? Great. You're interviewing these local DJs. Awesome. Or is the eye candy going to be, Oh wow. You have, Lindsey Sterling, you have MJ Cole, you have BT, you have seven, you know, mm. you have these names and, and, you know, it's about not, I just think that it was part of my job. So that fear gets removed when you go for the ask. Right. And right. you got to have the confidence as well. Um, you also have to have the viewership, <laughs> you know, so it, it's <laughs> that always, is true. That is true. Always, you know, I mean, they aren't going to always answer the call for everyone that knocks on their door. And I feel lucky enough. I feel honored that these people say yes to come on the show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could name drop all day long and we do in every <laughs> single email that goes out. And we recently just increased our outreach by 800%. We were, we were sending, we were sending 40 emails a week and now we send about 300 emails a week out and we're really ramping up. Um, yeah, we're ramping up. I just had to dial my schedule back because I was able to do, I was able to have four interviews scheduled a day. I just had to kind of dial that back. So I might get two, maybe three if the timing works out, but I opened my, my schedule was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then I had to open up Thursday. Then I opened up Friday mornings. And I'm just like, okay, now I'm not having time to do anything else because I'm just doing massive interview push. But we did that to see what would happen if we pushed that button, mm. you know, and being rele- relevant in the eyes of the gatekeepers and showing that we're delivering what we say we're going to do. You know, it's not we're filming a, a, an episode and then it doesn't come out for two months or three months. <laughs> it, we're filming it. It's right. live. You know, it's moving over to the platform. We just moved into using Restream has our back-end platform now to do live interviews. So when we go live, it's live on Facebook, it's live on YouTube, it's live on Twitch. Um, it lives on I, – I, I leave an unedited version up on YouTube, which is great, but I'll come back and I'll edit it and I'll put our bumpers and, and commercials and all that fun stuff on it and then put it into our series and put it to our yeah. website. Um, but now we know we, what can happen when we push that button. Absolutely. And in the music business, you got to kind of be on the no, on the go, 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 go. Cause there's always something happening with somebody, you know, and, and we want to be taken as a very cr- uh, creditable news source or a creditable media outlet. 
So when people say, hey, we want – and it's starting to happen. It's happened in the past, but usually we get the ball rolling and things stop. Yeah. Now we're getting solicited by the people who work with all these big-name artists saying, hey, came across you. We'd love to get our artists on the show. Okay, good. Here's the calendar link. Go ahead and schedule it. You know, kind of automated the process in the background. But you just can't be afraid, you know. And mm-hmm. obviously it has to be – a. There has to be a value add for the artists to want to come on. Sometimes they might just do it because they want to be nice. Sometimes they'll do it because there's, oh, wow, you have 125,000 downloads a week. Oh, okay. Mm. You are you are 0.11% of the world in top shows, and we can go verify that through third-party sources. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. You want to come on? <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, just asking. And that Lindsay interview was, was quite amazing. It was M- M- Macau. Um, I, did, I hope I didn't say his name wrong again. <laughs> it's funny because at the end of the interview, I was just finishing up and I said, Lindsay Sterling and Macau, I think I said Mako. Oh, gosh. Yeah, because it's M-A-K-O. And uh, Lindsay says at the end of the interview, and this happens, man. Bloopers happen. You know, right. You yeah, no, absolutely. You got you to just kind of roll with it. And I, I, I finished the stream and I turn it out and do the Zoom. She goes, Darren, Darren, one thing, one thing, one thing. I go, what? And she goes, you said his name wrong the end of the oh, interview no. I, went, I did and she yeah she's such a sweetheart and uh so i went back and i grabbed grabbed the audio of when i first said his name in the beginning and went and dubbed it over at the end trying oh, to make it wow that's not good that's yeah, but, all right if you know what to look for you know what to look you like, that doesn't sound right, right. <laughs> yeah no I, I i i completely get that 100 percent. i mean do, doing this show for five years now and continuing to go at it. I mean, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to figure out some things. You know, I've been trying to email people left and right. Me personally having to try and get them on our show. And, you know, some have worked out, some haven't, but you know what? At the end of the day, you just gotta, you just gotta keep trudging forward and just hope for, uh, hope for better things ahead. I mean, that's really all you can do, especially when it comes to uh, podcasting or just anything and broadcasting in general. Well, you know, the way I look at it, it, it is a numbers game. And if I have right. competitors out there, which I do now, because a lot of them were calling me in 2020 saying, how do I do this? How do I do this? I go, I give away my free advice to you. But wait a second. Are you trying to become <laughs> my competitor? Are you, wait, I'm giving you advice to help build you up. And I, I, yeah. So I used to give away 98% of my information away for free. Now I give 97% away. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's and a massive difference there. Just saying. It is when when people don't want to understand the ins and outs of basically entertainment production. Like right, you know, right. I've seen people literally attack people on forums and on Facebook forums, threads, because they said, I want to promote my show. I want to buy mm. ads on Facebook for my show. And these people go, you can't do that. That's cheating. You can't do that. You're not. Din, din, din. It's like, so you're telling them that they can't market their show. They can't put money in their show. Who are you people? Exactly. I was, you know, I was going to say that. Yeah. Who, who, where does this knowledge come from that, you know, and, and, and I had this guy come up to me once and he's like, well, Darren, I, I just, he, he was my friend. We're still friends on Facebook. I was a nice guy. And he just shows up one day, pops up on one of my shows. He goes, how are you getting all your viewers? Because people talk. And I'm like, uh, I market my show. I, I maybe I can say this now. I go on discords. I go on Reddit groups. 
Mm. I have people that work for me and, and pump the show out there. I have fans that also pump the show on their social medias. Yeah. Something that you don't have. You jumped in. They all jumped into an online world, not prepared for what that online world came. And then went, well, this is really hard. Well, yeah. When you got 85% of your industry or literally 100% of the industry saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. What's the incentive for them to look at you? What are you doing that's different? What are you doing that's going to stand out? If you're just exactly. another DJ playing in your bedroom with a webcam, what do you do? I mean, yeah, you, you and everyone much. else. Pretty so, much. You know? Um, and and so. by the way, spe speaking of marketing, I'm going to do that a little bit right now, if you don't mind, because we actually also are on Discord and we're also on Patreon. Both links are down below in the description section on, on YouTube and on audio. So please go join both Discord and Patreon. It would mean the world to us. But anyway, I digress there. Let's continue <laughs> with our conversation. I got a couple more questions here for sure. you. You mentioned you are based in Seattle, Seattle, Washington, that is. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I got to ask you this since we are a sports podcast as well. Are you into sports at all? I was going to go to the Mariners game this weekend if they were playing here, but they're not. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a huge sports fan, although that's okay. We, we just got our we just got our Kraken team, our NHL team was first first year yes. of the Kraken. Yes. Well, no, I guess no, it'll start hockey starts back up in October, right? Yeah, yeah October, October. Yeah. So we just finished up that. That was going to the new arena, the remodeled arena, uh, and seeing hockey. That was pretty awesome. I, 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 I heard that arena is really nice. It's beautiful. It is. I okay. mean, I, we, I, the first time I went there, I think we spent the first two periods just walking around. Uh, and then and then we went and sat and watched the game. You know, that, that's it, awesome. it is. It's such a beautiful arena. Very, that's very well awesome. done. I, I went and saw a concert there as well. Got a okay. couple more concerts coming up. Um, you know, I mean, I would go. If we, when we get our NBA team back, which we probably will, I would. Oh, mind, the would the um, the Supersonics. Sonics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't have our basketball team right now, uh, but the stadium, the new arena that hosts the the Kraken and the Storm. Uh, yeah, that that'd be perfect for them it, to play. It at. is Absolutely. built. It is it is built with NBA in mind. Yeah, we yes. just have to wait for the bid to come up to get our damn team back. I was think um, I was thinking the same thing. I I I, I guarantee you within the next. Two three years, the the Supersonics will come back. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because there's no way in hell that the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to last much longer. That's that's just me. Because you know when they first folded, they moved to Oklahoma City. Now they're probably going to move from Oklahoma City back to Seattle. But that's just me. That's just me. I don't know. I could be wrong. Probably. I mean, a Seahawks game is always fun to go to. Uh, those can always Seahawks, be yeah. a lot of fun. I I, I am gonna miss Russell Crowe though. I mean, I'm Russell, Russell Wilson. I'm not a sports fan. I knew exactly who you meant. No, I, I knew exactly who you meant. It's okay. It's okay. You know what? You know what it was that popped in my head? Thinking of stadiums and thinking of the movie Gladiator. Oh, yeah. And then Russ, yes, and I'm thinking yes. Russell Wilson and Russell Crowe pops in my head because I'm thinking I, this I completely get it. I get it. <laughs> hey, again, like you said, Bloopers happen, no big deal. But anyway, yeah, I digress yeah. there. I digress there. But and then um, we have we have we have MLS. We have Major League Soccer too. We have soccer. Yes, Sounders yes. is pretty good. Oh, so we're we're what, getting what, we're getting rounded out. Yeah, what, you know, what the heck is the name of that team again? Um, Sounders. The Sounders. Thank you. That was it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not really a big soccer guy. I don't know. I mean, my my, my mom is more of the soccer fan than me. She's a Red Bulls fan. Um, so 
So she'll she'll make me watch games with her. I mean, I, I, I don't mind it. It's just boring, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, me personally, I'm not a basketball fan or a soccer fan. But I'll tell you what. If I was given the chance to watch either or, I'd rather watch soccer. I really would. Because really? At, at least at least you get athletes, well, some of the sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes don't cause off the field drama like in the NBA with all these players with what they're doing, oh, Kyrie Irving especially. But I digress. Um that's just me. Um but I I would rather watch soccer than basketball at this point. That's just me. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't follow either enough. (laughs) It's okay. But anyway, uh, going back to um, the industry here, because I got a couple more questions for you on that. I know you already gave some advice on uh, getting into this type of thing. Is there any other advice that you want to give to not just me, not just Austin, if he comes across this at some point, I'm sure he will. um, But to anybody out there who may be watching this, who uh, wants to get into uh, the podcasting business, like broadcasting, uh, DJing, whatever. Any other advice that you want to give them, uh, whether they be starting up or whether they may be struggling you know, a little the, bit? Like, the, what, what would you, what would you yeah, say to them? The biggest thing is is consistency. Is is about building your brand, and being consistent, and pick that day or time of the week that you're going to release and let everyone know, and they can expect new episodes. Now, probably at 1:30 in the morning is probably not a good time to release stuff, you know, cuz you're going to want to put <laughs> no. your socials out there and you know, have a dial in your socials and and it takes time to build up your listener base. But one of the cool things you can do is is there's many different ways of getting the word out about your podcast is okay, if you got a subject, there's probably other podcasters out there that are probably talking about the same subject. Yep. See if you can get on their show. Because you might both have information you could share with each other. If you if you like baseball and they like baseball, like, hey, I'd like to talk with you on your baseball show. And then say, hey, I'd like to invite you to talk with me about baseball on my baseball show. And mm-hmm. and, and get that cross-promotion, that cross-marketing going. Um, you know, find, there's always going to be anything out there. There's going to be experts in that field. Whether right. it's, I, I'm looking around my room just to make some random shit up, like, whether it's iPhone repair, making lamps, making masks, watching movies, fixing an air conditioning machine. I don't know, man. I'm dog sitting. I don't know, man. Cat sitting. You, you, you can pretty much look up anything on anything, the internet. Anything, right? You know? And you, you're going to find that there's probably going to be a top podcast about it out there. Oh, 100%. Somebody, no question. Somebody who's getting all those people like, oh, I want to check out this pet sitting show. What do I do? Or I'm going to check out this yeah. iPhone repair or gadget repair show or, you know, and, and home home improvement. Home even. improvement. Yeah, it could be um, many different things. But know your topic, do your research and, and you know, be consistent, especially if you're going to have a guest on. Yeah, Make sure that definitely. episode goes up as quickly as it can. I kind of baffles me. And, hey, I'm not one to not – being negative on anyone's distribution format or how they want to distribute. But if somebody interviews me and they're like, okay, well this show is, I got interviewed a couple months ago and they're like, okay, well this show's probably going to air in like October. Oh, I'm like, you're interviewing me in June to have it air in October. I mean, unless you have like a bunch of other episodes that are scheduled, like what's the excuse? What's- why not just wait till October and just do the interview with me in exactly. October? Thank you. Know? you. Exactly. Like, why do it with me now and just 
like I, I think what they what their content just delivery is is they get together and they put 26 episodes together yeah and then they release those 26 episodes while they're not in production so it's like okay I let's sit down for a couple weeks and we'll produce 26 episodes and then that'll be our next 20 and they do that twice a year which would keep their podcast going i gotcha I'd like to strike while the iron's hot. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, I, I agree. Um, I agree. And that's another thing that like with all the DJs that have come on my show as of late, DJs, producers, we, we actually opened up our door because we don't just do just do DJs anymore. We're out working with industry professionals, whether they're booking agents, booking managers, label owners, promoters. Heck, I have an app uh, that's, that's being released and we're going to interview the people because it's a music based app, you know, and they're using a festival to promote this app. And I'm like, let me talk to them, you know, mm. and um, because, you know, the more like especially uh, I'll use her first name, uh, Jamie, she's a, a whiz in the PR world. She represents a number of different people, a number of different brands. Her, her ad agency does or, or PR. Yeah. agency. So we want to show her that, hey, we're not just about DJs. We're about everything in the whole music industry. And the more I'm on her plate, the more I'm on her frame of mind. When something pops up and says, oh, we're promoting. Hey, go hit up Darren with the DJ sessions. I know he'll take the story. Darren will take the story. Darren likes like that old uh, life commercial. Mikey likes it. Oh, you my know? gosh. Yes. I want, that's what I, I want people to know that they are forcing us. To, like they have our calendar link in their thing. And they know they could just book anyone and then send an email saying, hey, Darren, scheduled so-and-so to be on the show. I had somebody the other day ask me, hey, are you uh, – are you – do you charge for submissions? Do you charge to be on your show? And I said, no, I don't. There's a lot of publications out there that charge to be in. Right. I know because we're literally playing that game right now. And it <laughs> yes. can get quite expensive. And um, so it's basically like a pay to play. You want to be on our yeah. blog? You want to be on our website? You pay us. And, and so I came back and I said, no, the DJ sessions will always be free. It always has been free. And free to the end user to watch and free to somebody to come on board. Uh, and, and do something um, because we focus on wanting to get sponsors. Yes. And that's, that's where our revenue is, is going to come from is, is sponsorship and, and doing events and putting on events um, with, with our sponsorship money. So um, yeah, just, I think staying consistent and, 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 you know, you don't got to spend a lot of money to get into this. I'm, I'm doing this for my laptop right now. I mean, I got a couple $50 lights. I got myself a nice little blue screen. Green screen, blue screen now. Um, you know, I, I'm, we're sponsored by Mackie, so we get Mackie gear. It's nice. There you go. Um, you know, but you don't need a you don't need a three hundred dollar mic. You know, um, just make sure your audio's okay, your lighting's okay. Um, I think that's that's the key thing. Our eyes, we're so used to seeing a standard in the broadcast television world or, or Netflix world or movie world, and you don't have to duplicate that. But you do want to make it look at least somewhat sharp. You want to make it yeah. look nice. Um, people want to be able to see your face. If you're doing a video podcast, if you're doing audio podcast, who cares? You know, coming, coming. Half the time, I'm in sweatpants. My girlfriend says to me the other day, she, she, I dress up and put on my Mackie shirt and put on my sweatpants. She goes, "There's my Darren." Oh my! There's gosh. my producer. That's <laughs> what you're always wearing. It's oh. your work outfit. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're funny. That's really adorable. You're but, funny. You're but no, that's that's really really good advice. I really appreciate you um, mm. telling not only just me that, but our audience as well. Now, before we let you go, 
how can people find out more about um, the DJ sessions? How can they find you on social media? I know I already mentioned your website, but are there any specific links to specific episodes on your website? Like, How can people find out mm-hmm. more about you and your show? Yeah, we just actually added before when you were looking at the names on the front page of our, our homepage of our website, the whole website's searchable. You can pretty much type in a name and it'll pull up an episode, but we've made all the names hyperlinked. So you can just okay. click on them and go right to their episode. Uh, but the DJ sessions.com is the best place to go to because it has all of our socials there. I mean, we're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, meta, Amazon, subscribe to us via iTunes um, all the social links are there. We have a mobile app that we just that we just launched. Version one of the mobile app we launched last year. Again, we're going to be on Ro- we're in Roku, uh, Amazon Fire, Google Play, and soon to be Apple TV. Uh, oh. VR. If you want to find us in Alt Space, uh, we have our VR nightclubs. So you can go in and check those out. Those are still being worked on and and, and finalized, but we're super excited for those. Um, but yeah, I know the website is. I, I always tell people just go to the website. <laughs> and I mean, we, we publish over, we publish 24, we have a news story that comes out every hour on the hour of top news on the website. Uh, the okay. amount of interviews that we're doing, I probably have anywhere from six to eight interviews, live interviews per week with guest mix sets that are coming in as well. Exclusive mm-hmm. mixes specifically done for the show that, that DJs are putting together for us. Um, contests, events, giveaways, merchandise. Um, there's always something happening at the DJ sessions.com. Very, very nice. So you heard the man, go check it out. The DJ sessions.com. Be sure you follow them on all social media at the DJ sessions. And by the way, meta is another word for Facebook. Now (laughs) you were not aware of that, but anyway, Darren, this was such a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to come and talk to me. I really appreciate it. And you're always welcome back anytime. Thank Thank you. you so much. Thank you, Jimmy. You have a wonderful evening. Hey, you too. He is Darren Bruce, the executive producer of the DJ Sessions. And go check them out on Twitch as well, twitch.tv. Just search for the DJ Sessions. It should be an easy find. Just go do it. Go follow these guys. Go follow them on Discord. Go check them out everywhere. And please, while you're at it, go follow us on Discord and Patreon as well. Links are down below. For Darren Bruce, I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. See you in the next one. Peace and take care.